I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS, like Mark Reardon, Tyler Rowland, and Josh Bunnell. Coming up on TMS, when you're smurfing, the whole world smurfs with you. Letflix. Midlife crisis, DDS. Gargamel at the ready. Dr. Duschenfurtz. Somebody else made that haircut happen. Oh, what a feeling. Watching TV on the ceiling. Logitech leg mouse. Scott Johnson, Cobra Commander. Smartass Smurf. Flander McGander. Thanks for all the pod fading jokes. More singing. It's a rain and fuel. Hallelujah. Everyone wants to be Gaston. Altman with Tom. Incredible things we're not going to know with Randy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Hi, Statler and Beaker. This is your friend, Kermit the Frog here. I just wanted to wish you both a very happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. I hope you have a lot of turkey. How about a little smile? The Morning Stream. Don't eat that. It's Pluto. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to TMS. It's Wednesday, November 22nd. Uh, the year is 2023. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. <laughs> That's right. This is as close as we're going to get uh, this year to a, or this month to a 23-23. We've just yep. got a, yep. we've got 11-22-23. No show tomorrow. Surprise. Yep. Uh, so no 11-23-23. Yep. And in the in, in the next year, our our big hallmarks will be 224 uh, 24, well, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, is pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, we don't have anything that just straight up does 24s across the board because that would be a 24. Uh, there'd be a month <laughs> called the 24th month and that makes no sense. Right. Exactly. So but is that. there like a, uh, I mean, February 4th. So two, four, 24 is a thing. That's true. Oh, you know what? Yeah. All right, so there's more possibilities in the coming year than I'm even considering. Yeah, exactly. What else? I mean, is there a is there a palindromic thing? Yeah, I guess uh, uh, April second would be four two twenty four. Yeah, so four two two four is pretty fun. Mm-hmm, then you got mm-hmm. that's the four twenty one twenty four would be the same palindrome just with an extra as would as would four twenty two twenty four. Oh man. This is going to be so, a year to remember. So April, we've got April, we've got three uh, palindromic uh, uh, days. Finally, so, finally, Brian, finally. 
Uh, all right, yeah. So 2024, look forward to it. It'll be our biggest year yet here on TMS. Oh, right. Today, Henrik says, uh, reminds us, today is the 60th anniversary of uh, JFK's assassination. So oh, right. go watch uh, the great Oliver Stone film, Born on the 4th of July. Ah, I saw something that would make you laugh, I think. Really? It was a, okay. it was a post somewhere, threads or Twitter or somewhere, um, where somebody, oh, a governor of some state, I don't know who she is, is this is not a political thing. I'm not getting into politics here. She just simply says her endorsement for president in 2024 is Ron DeSantis, and she has these reasons. And she sure. has a photo okay. of JFK and his family on some sort of vacation. Okay. All hanging out when the kids were little and stuff. And then right next to it, a picture of Ron DeSantis, his wife, and their children, all in a similar pose, kind of smiling at a camera, like a group photo of the family. Sure. And says... The reason we need DeSantis is he is as close as we're ever going to get to a modern-day JFK. He's young, he's here, blah, 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 blah. All that's fine. Again, no judgment, whatever. She can think whatever she wants. I don't, I'm not getting into that. But where it cracked me up is she made a list of the three things that we're looking for. Number one, uh-huh. strong leadership, whatever. Again, down sure, to opinion. Whatever. Two, yeah, exactly. Two, uh, a devoted family man. Okay. JFK loved his Maybe. kids. Sure. Yeah, sure. the best I can tell. Third yeah. said, except, except when he was uh, hanging around with uh, Marilyn Monroe, but oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, and that would explain number three because number three oh, says, Oh, good. Okay. Number uh-huh. three says, faithful to his wife. Oh, <laughs> and she I might went, as well have said four, living. Yeah. And I went, I wanted to go, dude, you need to crack a history book. They're not hard yeah, to get, they're exactly. super recent. We have information and uh, it's all kind of verified. That dude was a uh, Flander Magander all the time. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, happy reeducation, <laughs> Twitter user. Oh man, that was awesome. Anyway, so uh, we're here. Uh, Thanksgiving's tomorrow, so we're not here tomorrow. Okay, just a reminder for those yeah. who think we're pod fading. We're not. Uh, nope. I liked all the jokes yesterday. People posting, "Oh, where's the show today? They're pod fading." <laughs> Of course, of course, yes. Um, but thank you for uh, uh, understanding. As of the dentist, everything went fine. I got a chipped uh, thing. They got a fix. It's a couple of weeks away, but uh, they it, it all went fine. But I did have this feeling at the dentist that my dentist, who I really like, I love Dr. Matthews. We've been using him for 20 years, almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. Next year, it'll be 20 mm-hmm. years. It's insane. Nick was four when we first went there. Wow. And uh, Nick will be 24 next week or next year. <laughs> So that gives you an idea. And we really like them. They take great care of us. I love how they always have the greatest, newest tech. They're super into that. And they invest and all that. They're great. And uh, But I think he just turned 50. And I th- he walks in and he is so tan and so buffed up right now. And so like someone else made that haircut happen for $180. <laughs> Like really, it's really oh. something. I wa- I expected to yeah. walk outside and see a Ferrari or some other kind of midlife sign. <laughs> so he's apparently going through it. Now, what's crazy about him is he's got kids who are the age my kids are. He's got like yeah. someone almost the exact same age as Nick, twenty three, twenty four, and he's got a he's got them also in between, ranging all the way down to four. And wow. I look I look at him in all of his his seemingly a little bit of midlife clothes, and I go, yeah, you know. When he's in high school, you'll be in your mid sixties. <laughs> he didn't. He did you really? Did yeah, you really did. tell him that? I did. I don't think did he you liked tell him it. that before he started putting uh, sharp implements in your mouth, or <laughs> yeah. after? He laughed. I mean, thankfully, we have a really good relationship, uh, or I would never yeah. say that sort of thing. But of course, um, 
Yeah, it sounds like he's going through a little stuff, and it's fine. He's a dentist, but he's extremely good at his job, and so it's fine. Do whatever you want to do. Um, I will say this. They have this new thing where they put a big 50 to 60-inch flat screen OLED mm-hmm. up, up in their office a, a front uh, in front of me, the patient. So I'm sitting back, and there's a Ooh, giant okay. TV on the wall. Now, you might think, oh, is that for movies or something? No, they have another TV on the ceiling for that because you're leaned back. Okay. Because when you're laying down, you want to look straight up. Yeah. Right. The one on the wall they now use for, you know, the remote wand camera that they got? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they pull that around and start going in there. And this giant 60-inch experience is all the inner workings of my microscopic freaking mouth hole. Oh, man. No one should ever... Like, I got one of those... Uh... One of those little those little uh, cameras, like it's yeah, same kind of thing. Remote wand, but it plugs into a little box, which then plugs into your phone. You can use your phone and this little thing, so I can get behind computers. Or what I used it for was um, we had to do some wires in the drywall, mm. and I needed to see where they were going, where you know the the, the cables and cords were going. But first thing I did is, ooh, let's go inside my mouth. Oh, I'm never doing that again. Yeah, dude. No, I want to. I kind of want to get one of those for the reasons you described. Yeah. But I don't ever want to see that close. I don't want to see that. And I even said to him, I said, that tooth looks like it's about to explode and it's a nightmare and we're all going to die and that's going to cost me 50 grand or whatever. And he goes, no, it's fine. This tooth's fine. I said, well, what is that (laughs) then? He goes, he gets a little exaggerating. If you get close enough to anything, there's some scum in there, right? Like nothing looks good on that camera. Mm -mm. Everything looks like it's, it's bad and it's gonna die and it's gonna kill you on its way out yeah it shouldn't be inside a human body so i'm just saying yeah i get it it's part of your business why are you showing me you guys look at i don't want to see this giant screen freaking turn that shit off but they do it for themselves i even said to him i said whoa this is a crazy experience and he says uh it's mostly for us because we're not having to squint at something or move over to look at a screen or whatever we've got this big right. display right in front of yeah, us yeah makes sense it's it's more for them than for you but it's sad they just happen to put it in a place where the patient can see it very clearly yeah they all uh, use their yeah. uh, everyone in this office uses a mouse on their on their leg to to like oh navigate. really yeah which i think is really funny and you can see at least on his brother's pants his brother's part of this practice yeah. he's a little older but on his brother's thigh there's it's worn on the pants he was wearing yesterday it's a little bit worn <laughs> So I think he's like uh, spending a lot of time in those pants in that office going, we'll navigate around with my little Logitech leg mouse yeah. or whatever. Anyway, uh, we Might hope you're all well. to invest in a trackball uh, for those guys. Yeah, that, uh, that's what I was thinking. Perfect trackball business, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you can exactly. still be wireless. You don't have to worry about all the wires. Um, exactly. Eyeball Cindy wrote in. Uh, yeah. She works up the street at the uh, eye clinic that I go to every year. I'll see you in January, sure. or unless something weird happens, but I usually have a pretty good turnout over there. Anyway, Eyeball Cindy wrote in, this is about the eye drops in the eyes and whether that could poison you or not. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Because what, what did we end up with there that we thought Visine or whatever carried? Yeah, Visine, exactly. And, and her, her first sentence is exactly what I said. Mm. And, then, and then we talked about the Visine and how... Um, there was a Snopes thing about uh, insta kill, which is false, but it but it can raise heart heart uh, level and uh, stop breathing for a while or permanently, which mm. <laughs> feels like insta kill to me. But that does to me anyway, too. Let's, yeah, uh, let's see it stop yeah. you from breathing immediately. What do you call that? Mm, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Here's what she he, says. How did he die? He died from stopping breathing. <laughs> <laughs> 
his heart no longer pumped blood and air did no longer <laughs> exactly. go in that's, and out of his lungs. That's that's what happened yeah. to him. Yeah. Eyeball Cindy wrote in and says, Hi, uh, you can't kill people with artificial tears like refresh or uh, sustain. I've never used yeah. that. Basically just saline solution. Yeah. Uh, and that makes sense. And that is what you said that day. Uh, Visine, however, is a vasoconstrictor, which means that it uh, makes the redness in your eyes go away temporarily. So you're treating a symptom, not the root problem. Uh, the more you use Visine, the more you wear and uh, the more wear and tear you cause on the pumps in your eyes. That eventually they will quit working, and your eyes are trays forever. What does that mean, Tr? I think she probably typed "red forever" and autocorrect. Like oh. she might have typed "res forever" instead of "red forever," and it said, "Oh, res isn't a word. How about trace?" Trace. <laughs> you probably trace. mean trace. You mean three forever. Uh, yes, exactly. So if you put Visine in someone's drink, their blood pressure drops and it causes their heart to slow down. Oh, interesting. Because yeah. it's doing yeah. what it does in the local zone of the eye, if you ingest it, is going to do to your other major... Right, because basically, yeah, it is, it, it's basically just what it's saying there. It's a vasoconstrictor, which means that it it constricts the, the blood vessels. The, the getting the red out is not like it's fixing anything, except <laughs> it's just, oh, they're red... <laughs> Uh, let's just shrink the things that are red. It won't solve the problem, but... Uh, right. I guess if you need temporary like, pain relief, that's a thing. But if it's like just for looks, don't use it. Just like let your eye run its course. Yeah, exactly. It's it's purely a, hey, how do you get the red out? Uh, just by shrinking the things that are red. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, uh, there's a murder going on. Oh, wait, I closed my eyes and it stopped. Ah, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> That's like little kid logic about. Yeah, exactly. If my parents don't see me, I don't know if I close my eyes, my parents don't see me taking. Right, exactly. Yes. Anyway, so if you, instead of using Visine or anything that gets the red out, in quote, she says, you should use artificial tears four times a day and a gel drop at night. Consistency is key with red slash dry eyes. Love you guys, mm. eyelid Cindy or eyeball Cindy. Yeah. Um, gel drop. I've had those. Those were uh, given to me when I had the surgery. They were oh, amazing, like super soothing, right? Like, oh, Brian, uh, your, it's the thickened eyes are dry and rit, uh, itchy and all that stuff. It's the yeah. thickened liquid of eye drops, for real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's a place that's fine for thickened liquid. <laughs> and if, if the first one feels a little weird, but it is like a glop that more slowly sort of yeah. covers your eye, like and you're it's putting cold. A maple oh. syrup in your eye or something. Yeah, right? except it's nice and cold and just like it's a ama- it's actually amazing. And you can get those. I know I could get those now. I just haven't. But those did wonders for me when I was recovering from that. So, eyeball Cindy yeah. once again. Bullseye. We're going to call you. Nicely done. Bullseye, Cindy. How about that from now? Bullseye ball. Bullseye ball, Cindy. Yep. I'll see you in January or whenever it is we go. <laughs> uh, the horse on the plane thing. We got some mm-hmm. closure on cool. this. Uh, well, not closure, but some explanation of how this stuff works. Someone who sounds like they sure know what they're talking about. So check it out. Hey, Scott and Brian. This is Biff Smith, East Coast of America, calling in regards to your morning stream about the airplane. So, yeah, airplanes have weight restrictions. And if they land too heavy, it could damage the airframe and or, you know, cause an injury or what have you. So when you're talking about the horse and the airplane, they had to dump the fuel so they could land under their weight limit. It is very common. There are limits, i.e. you're supposed to be a certain altitude and or hopefully over an unpopulated area in order to dump that fuel. But yeah, planes are basically flying around dumping fuel pretty much all the time, especially if there's an emergency of some type. Anyway, love the show. Uh, you guys keep up the great work, and happy holidays. Uh, thanks, man. So hold on now. 
They're dumping yeah. that all the freaking time. Just this doesn't dumping seem fuel, good. you know, jet fuel. Ah, it, it you know totally doesn't. Uh, just uh, va- a lot of it doesn't just kind of vaporize in the air and just you know. Oh sure, I'm sure it's fine if we breathe breathing. it in. Sure, or it lands yeah, in the crops totally and ends up coating all the this year's wheat harvest or whatever. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> exactly. Yes. That's it. Unpopulated I don't, areas. I don't uh, like that. Populated by what? Just people? Because yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There tend to be populations of other things where there there aren't populations of people. Yeah, no kidding. Also, uh, I I noticed Claire's not in the chat, but if she was here, she'd probably be screaming, this is some kind of American problem. It sounds like it's airplanes everywhere. Doesn't matter. Yeah, We're we're all flying. You want to blame Wilbur Wright? Go ahead. But I'm just saying, it's a thing. Exactly. Uh, Ireland dumps their their fuel as well. Yeah, Tally says, uh, what a sacrifice. Or that's the sacrifice companies are willing to make. (laughs) So true. Yeah, that's an unfortunate truth. Uh, We also got... uh, I forgot what this is about. Oh, and what's, yeah, I don't understand. I don't get it from that. So I guess it'll be be a surprise to both of us. What's with the couch call? Uh, This is going to piss me off because it'll remind me immediately. And I'm I'm mad that I can't think of it. All right, well, I'm going to play the call and then... Okay. We got a couch. Oh, a cough call. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. I just got call? this randomly. I totally spaced this. I got this randomly. This is all it is. If anyone in the tadpole can identify yourselves as the person on this call, this is as short as it is, too. So here it is. That's all I got. <laughs> Who was that? And are you okay? Oh, no, let's hear it again. Let's hear it again. Okay. Could be Claire. Could be. That's all I'm hearing. <laughs> Is anyone in there taking the credit yet? Someone says Claire. Benjamin says Claire. I don't know. Maybe. Wow. Um, and there are a lot of people with COVID and the flu right now. So maybe one of money y'all called yeah. in. That's really, really funny. There was some burp at the second part. Hold on. Let's hear that again. I didn't hear a burp. Chat room, you're smoking yeah. crack. There's no burp. Well, they're saying burp. Oh. There was some burp. What's burmp? Burmp. Is that a second part? Is that a word? I don't know what that word means. Maybe there was some burmp on the second part. I don't know. (laughs) All right. Well, anyone out there want to take credit, write us in and tell and correct us or send us a real call because whatever happened there, you did that and hung up. So that's all I got. Would you get a sec? And maybe while it's on talking here, uh, fix your Discord settings because uh, earlier I only heard Fletcher. I didn't hear the opening show music. And um, I'm wondering if I missed some of that call because it. it uh, oh, well, let's find. Yeah. That's not good. I don't want that happening. That's right. But in the meantime, I'll tell you what I did yesterday, Scott. So obviously, with no show. Uh, it's a chance for me to to do some uh, rideshare driving, which I did. And then I was near a Harbor Freight, and I decided, you know what? Now's the time for me to get a um, an air compressor that goes with my airbrush that I've had ever since art school in 1987. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was like, does that airbrush even still work? Well, when I got to Harbor Freight, Harbor Freight, uh, you know, you'll get some cheap stuff at Harbor Freight, but ooh, now I'm hearing myself back. Oh, there it's fixed. Oh, is it fixed? Okay. Uh, there, there may be yeah. some anomalies while, while, yeah, I'm while you're fixing, while you're changing sure. things, I'm sure. It'll be <clears throat> yeah. um, so I, you get some cheap stuff there, and who knows about the quality of the Avanti airbrush, but so far, uh, just in messing around with it before I put paint and stuff in there, just messing around with it, looking at reviews online, uh, this is a pretty dang good airbrush you can get for 25 bucks at Harbor Freight um, with compressor. So I bought, wanted to buy the compressor. Compressor alone was uh, $89. Yeah. With the airbrush, it was 100 and 
ten dollars, so twenty dollars more with the with the hose and with the airbrush and all that. Um, so I just said, well, let's just buy a new airbrush then. And uh, nice, yeah. So it's gonna uh, with all of these minis that I got for um, Zombicide, Marvel Zombies Zombicide. It's gonna make painting those go a lot faster, especially like all the the shield troopers and all the innocent bystander people who've been turned into zombies and things like that. Um, super, super cool. I have so, a question about your process. Yes, you that's these, the way. You got these brand new Zombicide ones in, right? Yes. Uh-huh. We talked about that and super stoked and all that. Mm-hmm. But do you feel tempted to jump right into a new one and paint it or go back to some of the stuff you have backlogged? Like, how, how are you um, feeling about it's gonna all It's going to be a mix. Here's the cool thing is that um, I know the... Uh, being a Marvel Comics nerd, I know the uh, the <laughs> the costumes pretty darn well, and so I'm going to be doing combinations. Like right now, I don't have a single painted Wolverine yet. I have the Marvel United Wolverine, I have the Marvel Zombies Wolverine, and I think I've even got a Crisis Protocol Wolverine. None of the three of which are painted, so it's basically going to be like, well, let's paint all three of those at the same time with using the same, you know, yellow, blue, yellow, blue, black, uh, colors for his, uh, his original costume. That makes sense. I, you have I, it out. If you got this stuff out, why not? Yeah. yeah. Especially with the airbrush, because I don't want to, the, the fewer times that I can change, um, colors of paints and stuff, uh, I used to hate that about mine. Uh, the better. Yes. That's the thing I hated and having to clean that thing after every use and all that stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and if you don't, those things clog up and they're horrible. So Exactly. Clean. Exactly. BioCal Bio says, poor old airbrush. Never got to see its potential. Oh, no. No, BioCal. I used that thing for three years solid, the two years of college, and then for another year afterwards um, for some freelance stuff. That thing that thing got plenty of use. Yep. Uh, there was that uh, time Brian did uh, naked body paint stuff. That was cool. That's right. Exactly. That yeah. was, there was a, uh, ever talk about that, that one of the first um, podcast expos in uh, Ontario, California, hmm. might've been the one where I met Scott Fletcher and everybody. Um, there was a party, one of the, one of the night evening parties um, put on by who would have been at the time. Oh my gosh. Um, Somebody big in the deal back then. Exactly, like you know, pre- po- previ- previously Pod Show or something like that, yeah, or yeah. or Libsyn might well, yeah, it could have been Libsyn. Anyway, yeah. there was a um, <laughs> a, a uh, party at one of the neighboring hotels to the convention center where they had food and drink and booze and a live band outside and um, naked body painting going on inside. Excellent, excellent, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, I like him. Like, oh, I like him right. pasty free. No pasties in my body painting competition. Gosh, no. Uh, heck no. Just turn those. What do you turn those into? Little eyeballs. Okay, that's fine. Make those. Uh, make those uh, giant eyeballs, and then you can say, "Hey, my eyes are down here. Perfect. Great. My least, awesome." My least favorite form of body paint is when they just make giant eyeballs on their on their face. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. lazy to me. I don't know why. Yeah. I just don't like it. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. That's what was a weird thing to have at a podcast expo, especially that It early. really was weird. And I'm trying to remember like who I was hanging out with. Uh, CC Chapman was there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Emil and uh, Emil Borkwin and his brother, Tim, Tim Borkwin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Coyne was there. Uh, um, 
Oh, Dr. There, Pod. There's uh, a name I've not heard in a long time. Yeah, Tim Coyne. Yeah, yeah long uh, Dan Class. Uh, yeah, Michael Gohagen. It was just weird to have all this, but I'm sure Fletcher might have been there as well. I have to, I'll have to ask him if he snuck out to any of those. He was those. at one for sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I don't because I've seen pictures of you two together looking like children. Freaking children in nineteen, which we were, or dude. That was twenty years ago. My God. Yeah, you guys were kids. Yeah, or eighteen years ago, or something. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. So weird. So man. weird. Yeah. Uh, Those were the days, man. Those were the days. Twenty years. It'll be twenty years next year, right? The uh, Coverville's twentieth. Coverville's, uh, yeah, anniversary September twenty fourth, twenty twenty four will be twenty years of Coverville, and uh, yep. and that'll be it. Be done. I'll yep. just say that's that just about covers it for this whole entire podcast. Goodbye. I mean, what are you gonna do? You're gonna be the Simpsons. You're just gonna go on in perpetuity. That, by the way, I was listening to some Simpsons yesterday, and here's my big yeah. complaint. I think the show is still written really well. It's funny. Yeah. Not yeah. a problem. But Hank Azaria, or sorry, uh, not Hank Azaria, the other one, uh, uh, Kent Brockman. Uh, oh, Mr. Burns. Um, yes, from uh, Spinal Tap, uh, Harry Shear. Harry Shear sounds like he's barely there. He's just, his voice oh, really? is effed. I, huh. He did a Mr. Burns on the season premiere this year. Yeah, everyone else sounds fine. Homer sounds like Homer. Uh, Hank Azaria's yeah. parts, all his roles are fine, uh, yeah. but Marge and uh, and uh, uh, Harry Shearer both Harry Shearer. are r- roughing it, dude. It's bad. It's, really? Yeah, they oh, just man. sound old. Their voices are old. He's in his and Julie Kavner. I mean, what's Julie Kavner? Uh, um, what's what's that competing for her time? I think her voice <laughs> is just effed. Like, oh sure yeah well that's a that is a voice i mean it's all fry you know yeah it's it that'll that'll wreck your your <laughs> if you do that all day oh oh homer so now she just is like <laughs> i don't know it's just something i noticed last night it was really shocking and every time oh, harry wow. Shearer and harry Shearer was all over the episode he just sounded yeah like Principal Skinner sounded like a ninety-year-old, and look, I know really? these guys get older. It's thirty-five, thirty-six years of the show. Yeah, they were all in their forties when they started. Like, I get it; they're old. Yeah, but yeah. man, I just had a hard time. With it. it was rough. I will say though, I like the guy that plays Apu now, and the guy that plays Carl. Yeah, they quit having, uh, you know, white. Oh, guy. really? Oh, yeah, of course, right. Which makes sense. Yes, uh, they're great. Perfectly fine. No issues. I don't know who they gave Hibbert. Hibbert somebody too, mm. somebody famous actually. It's like uh, oh really? Yeah, not like uh, not Roy. Did Rick they Jr. not give Carl and Hibbert to the same person? Oh, maybe they. I did. know they like to just jumble people to get like you're going to do eleven voices on the show. That's right. They only have once in a while where it's like, all right, Lisa or yeah, Lisa, you're one person. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bart, you'll Nancy do the Cartwright bully. Is pretty much. I think uh, Nancy Cartwright might also do. Um, uh, my cat's breath smells like cat food. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she does a lot Ralph, of the kids. Wiggum, she does yeah. Wiggum. She does Bart. And Nelson. She does Nelson. Yeah. Yep. Can't think of anyone else. Oh, and the other, the bald bully. Uh, Millhouse. Does she do Millhouse? Millhouse is. I think she does. So she's pretty busy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Hank Azaria does everybody. Uh, Harry Shearer does a ton. It must be weird being Marge. You do you and your twin sisters. That's it. Right. <laughs> exactly. Or yes. Lisa, which just does Lisa. That's it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. There's your fun uh, trip down that line load uh, thing. Yardley Smith. 
Okay, I'm going to play something for you, Brian. You tell me if this comes through, you can hear it, okay? Because I think okay. I fixed right. everything. So here, uh, okay. play Hi, Statler and Beaker. You hear that, right? Yep, I hear that. How yep. about this one here? Uh, How about a little... Whoop. Whoops, this one. Beautiful. Okay, we're back to normal, everyone. Nicely done. Well done. little live Discord support. Uh, how awesome is that? Yeah, I had a fresh install of everything, and I knew there'd be loose ends, but we'll get we'll, we'll fix it. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> all right. I think that's it for now. Oh, yeah. Let's move on to Babel uh, Royale. We got to get going. Babel, yeah. Yeah, right. we got shit to do here, and let's get done mm-hmm. away up in it. And busy, I think, busy day. Lots of stuff. Yeah. Guess what? Wednesday's packed, everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoops, this is not right. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I just added Dunaway to the wrong call. Let's do it in here. All right. How about, a, <laughs> how about in the place that we actually oh, are? Funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why doesn't it? Oops. Did I call him? Hold on. What did I do? Coverville Brian uh, Dunaway. Leave group. Yeah. Okay. I'm in our group now. No, you keep, you're doing it to the, you're still doing it to the, oh, never mind. Now you left the group. Yeah, I got rid of it. I'm going to leave the group there too. Yeah, Poor leave Brian. that group. That group sucks. I love, I love it. I love when you start a group and then everybody just leaves the group. Because <laughs> you actually started it. It's yeah. just like the most like, oh. It's a pretty good time. All like, right. Oh, uh, I walked into the wrong party. Let's see. We'll also <laughs> add the person I think is going to be on today's call. And then I'm going to play this uh, thing here, which will be lots of fun. And there's also some fries are done, I guess. Yeah, yeah let's get this Hey, it's Brian Dunaway joining us. What are you doing, man? Hey, it's Scott and Brian uh, inviting me in. Hey. Hey. It's good to have you here. How are you, man? How how was your day? That's really the question at hand. Hey, man. The rain finally stopped and the sun is peeking out and I'm digging it. Thank Mm, God. That's lovely. Too wet yesterday. I thought I lived in Seattle. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, I don't live in Seattle. <laughs> what happened there? Do you think you think you just uh, I don't know Seattle's. Uh... It's called weather patterns. It, it apparently they uh, they change daily. I don't yeah, know. It's right. weird. That is weird. I'm no I meteorologist. But I don't care for it. I don't care for it either. Uh, we have a caller on the line playing with us today is Judiper. Although they are currently muted, Judiper, you may not know that. Oh, there Hi. you are. Hi. I don't want to disturb the show. Oh, you're all uh, good. There you are. Very, very considerate. <laughs> yeah, of you. it's very kind Sounding of you. Sounding good Although, too. Yeah, feel yeah, free to disturb I, us all all you want. It's totally fine. That's right. We're already mostly disturbed, but uh, so how bad can you how bad yeah. can you be? Hey, hey, Judiper, where are you from? Um, I'm from Bardstown, Kentucky. Nice. Bardstown. Ooh. Where is Bardstown? It's way down there. Um, it's bourbon capital of the world so. yeah oh, dude oh, nice sounds like a place i need now to visit it, yeah right. is it bard like a a, a mu- musical uh mm. fantasy character bard or is it so. uh okay Bart-town. what is it then okay Bart- it's just Bart-town. Know, it's just the town of the town <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you sound like me i live in greenwood yeah How, yeah i live in bardstown that? that's yeah Okay. Yeah, that's great. There you go. Most of us, uh, I don't know have if you've been lo- sampling some of the local product. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I just turned 21 this year. Yeah, so. oh, nice. Well Congratulations. done. They just, yeah. He's actually the whole. Uh, there you go. He's the whole facility. They just squeeze him, and it just, it just, it flows. <laughs> He's the entire thing. It's well, great. great. Well, I'm really happy you're here. We tried to do this last week and we couldn't yeah. get him through, but we got him through today. So we're happy to have nice. you. Brian, why don't you explain what he could win today if we properly yeah. played his game? 
happily uh, happily to do that it's time to play the tadpole feud i've surveyed the tadpole on some nerdy topics and scott and brian are gonna have to predict the answers they gave us it's their job to see how many of those answers they can guess juniper your call is or your job and your call it's important to us please hold the line uh your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either scott or brian if your team wins you'll get a prize package that includes say no more no it's a game called say no wait Exclamation point more. More. And <laughs> right. oh. Skullgirls okay. Second Encore. Ooh. Oh, Skullgirls is great. Yeah. That's a good game. Fun game. Fighting game. It's good stuff. Is it, cool. is, is it subtitled Hubba Hubba? I don't think that's. No, I added that. That's Hubba the Hubba. that's the uh, downloadable. Okay. That's the DLC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big thanks to uh, Dwayne Coyle for sending us those, uh, uh, those uh, games right there. Excellent. All right. Let's get this show on the road. Uh, put your hands on your buzzers and okay. answer this. We asked 446 tadpoolers to give their best answer to this. Name a cartoon bad guy you most... Brian? Gargamel. <laughs> Show me Gargamel. <laughs> Number four answer on the board. Well oh, done. What a uh, weird I one to have repeat... at the ready. You're weird, man. That's funny. I will repeat the whole question for Scott. <laughs> yeah. Uh, name a cartoon bad guy you most identify with. Oh man, uh, cartoon bad bad guy. Okay, cartoon I almost, bad guy. I almost instinctively yelled uh, Immortan Joe, and that would have been wrong. Um, all right, cartoon bad guy. Uh, uh, let's go with com- uh, Cobra Commander from GI Joe. Ooh, oh, are you sure. kidding me? I don't that relate so to him at all. For I just you, think of go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't identify with Cobra Commander? Yeah. Uh, Shall we, Cobra Commander? Oh, come on, you lazy <laughs> barely, barely nobody identifies with Cobra Commander. Uh, did he even make the list? That's a really good question. Shite. Uh, he talks like this. Oh, yeah. Like uh, number 25. Four people said Cobra Commander. All right. Thank uh, you, four people. But that means, uh, Brian, you and Juniper are going to be working together. Look at you two. Joining forces in the South will rise again. Oh, man. By the way, you can call me Judah. 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 I like it. Not Judas. You're not going. Your guts aren't going to fart out the back end of your butt when you uh, turn Jesus in or whatever you did. (laughs) It's it's the Judah is supposed to be um, like a play on Jupiter. Oh, Jupiter, like a planet. I like like space. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. I also like space. Go ahead. (laughs) Twenty-one. I'm just trying to think. At twenty-one, was I into space? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, you were spacey, all right. There's way le- there's way worse things to be when you're 21. That's awesome. Yeah. Astrophysicist, man. Physicist. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Physicist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Brian and Judah. Uh, what what you, what else you got? What other cartoon hey, bad guys can you think of? Yeah. Hey, Judah, you're like 21, so you've probably <laughs> seen some more uh, modern cartoons. But hey, hey, I've got one. Do you think you did that? Just I just, think it may. I'm kind of. Well, I don't know. Do you think it was on purpose? Dunaway, tell yeah, us. There, let's make a bet. I say you didn't mean to say that the way I you did. What I say? So, so, well, you, you said, know. "Hey, Judah." <laughs> yeah, "Hey, Judah" is like, like, "Hey, Jude." See? Like oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, Judah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's amazing! <laughs> and look, this twenty-one-year-old hey, knows Judah. what the Beatles are. It's fine. All right, you guys. Sorry, go ahead and commiserate. I just thought that was Please, hilarious. Yes. <laughs> so, so I, I'm I'm an old man, and uh, when Scott, when this question got asked, and Scott didn't instantly pull out Skeletor, I was like, Oh what? shit! Of course, what? 
Yeah. Yeah. Everybody I, wants to be Skeletor. Come on. Go with that one first, because yeah. Sure. That's right. I identify one. with. Yeah. Actually, I'm surrounded by actually in the tadpole. So come on, he man. You've got to be kidding me. Come on, until next time, he man. His, his, All right, let's see if uh, if everyone feels like they're surrounded by incompetent boobs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, number one answer hey. on the board, absolutely. Skeletor. How stupid am I? That should have been an easy answer. Yeah, I was I, I was shocked. I said, and then Scott's <laughs> like, Cobra Commander, and I'm like, don't do drugs. <laughs> Just, you could have gonna... even said Destro. Destro would have been a better answer. Oh, Destro right, is cool. I love him. Hey, Judah. Yes. Um, <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? Don't you feel you so got bad. one? Take uh, a sad song I'm and make it better. Thinking like really old here, but Wiley Coyote. Ooh, Wiley Coyote is a very yeah. Wiley. Yeah, yeah Wiley, Wiley Willie Coyote. Uh huh. Coyote. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's Wiley. Yeah, that's right, right. right. And once that Roadrunner does one thing to tick you off, I mean, you just want you read after the second episode. It is purely revenge. Yeah, it is. You <laughs> yes. know, you're right. right. Every yeah. time he may have started yep. wanting to eat the Roadrunner, but <laughs> after starting with episode two, it just really became a, a revenge fantasy. Yeah, I I just want Wally Coyote's credit uh, extension that he has at the Acme oh. Corporation. You know, I, I don't, he doesn't even have pockets, but no, whatever. No. I think he sells his blood. Um, show me Wiley Coyote. <laughs> yeah, number, number two, two answer. Look at that. Yeah. Dude, you guys are killing it. Look man. at that. Nail it. Well, but we're getting low points. We're getting, we're getting, uh, yeah, getting the low hanging. We're getting, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's, but that boo. Was, all right. That was my only one. Though. I can't think of anymore. <laughs> Hey, I have good news for you. Dunaway's a massive 80s, 90s cartoon, Saturday oh, morning cartoon boy. guy, so you're in good yeah. hands. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're, you're in good hands. The problem is, am I going to guess what these people say? Because uh, my, my second yeah. instinctual uh, guess was going to be, everybody wants to be guessed on. Oh, my and I was Lord. Like, oh. What? Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is it, do movies count, or I guess you didn't say? Yeah, cartoon bad guys. Whole, movies, yeah. movies are there's a, there's a whole there's a whole song about how awesome Gaston is. I mean, no. and how everybody dude, wants to be Gaston. Dude is buff. He's got good hair. Yeah, uh, yeah sure. Is that uh, so? We're going yeah. with Gaston. Yeah, that's fine. Um, right. I'm gonna. What do you think, Judah? Is that good? Is that a good yeah. one? Well, wait. What are you? Yeah. What were you gonna say? You had another one. That was it. That was the one. Oh, okay. That was the one. Yeah, I, we'll that go was with a that good one. one. But if if you disagree, all right, let's we'll do go it. with that one. All right, sounds good. Show me <laughs> Gaston. Oh, son of a butthole! I, could, I knew like the tadpool wasn't cool enough. <laughs> I could take. I, uh, uh, they were pretty have... close to cool enough. It uh, Gaston did make the list. Uh, where oh, did. is wow. Gaston? I'm surprised by uh, that. Oh, where tied for tied for fifty sixth. Okay. Oh gosh! Wow, that's way yeah. down there. It's way down there. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, I'm gonna go with Megatron. Because everyone loves Megatron. Oh, that's, that's amazing. Who doesn't want to be a giant gun, right? <laughs> Not only that, but you can only be fired. You can only get fired by a talking tape recorder. That's the right, only way you can get another done. giant robot. You are you are useless without another robot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm such into a weird it. gun too. I can never tell how what size they want it to be. I it's mean, like a bazooka. Uh, it Sometimes like, it was like a handgun. Yeah. Like that thing's effed up. But we still love sure. him. He's yeah. great. <laughs> Sure. All right. Show me. I want to be Megatron. Show me Megatron. 
Oh, are you kidding me? Number 20 on the list was Megatron. Duh. You're getting there. Right, we got word on the street, his reaction to him not being on the list. No more Optimus Prime! Alright, leave him alone. Then. <laughs> no more Optimus Prime! Uh, um, back to you guys. Okay. Um, <laughs> what do you think, Yogi? <laughs> Anything? Oh, Lord. Um, I mean, some of the my some of my favorites, some of my favorites. What, what, I'm going to movies again. I'm going to to the movies. Sure. Why do I keep going? Is, and that's fine, right? I'm not going to get dinged for that, am I? Yeah, no. do whatever you no. want. There, um, uh, there are uh, in the entire list of uh, feud responses. There were lots of movies. Okay, okay well, good. All right. So, oh, okay. but that doesn't. That sounds like a bunch of bullshit. So, Gru is who I love. <laughs> I think Gru is an amazing. He he is the he's the good guy bad guy. Who's Gru? Oh, Gru. Movies, yeah. right? Gru from uh, Gru Minions. Me. Right, right, right. Speak with me. Yeah. 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 There's a whole generation right. of people who love that. He, Let's see well, if it's on there. To, or do you, or do you think we should go with, old school cartoons? Go would ahead. Would he be a bad guy though? Because in the second, in the couple movies after, it he's was like, always he was yeah, he's always trying to be bad. Guy. Though that's yeah. a good question. He gets redeemed. I don't know. That's, you know, redemption. That's true. All right. Let's go right. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. You think Gru? You don't want any? Well, okay, no. we, we we could hang on. But let's rethink that. Let's think it. Let's rethink <laughs> I... it. <laughs> I've learned my, one thing my in today's cartoons episode. I watched during the eighties are going to be Dungeons and Dragons. Sure, sure. I've learned I one thing that, in this interaction so know. far. Here's the number one truth we take away: we need right Judah to come to TMS Vegas. He needs to hang oh out with gosh, us. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah, he would be. He's old yes. enough to hang around the casinos and stuff, and 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 he seems like <laughs> I mean, the I, kind of guy. I, could spend I feel like with. I'm a pretty laid back guy. Yeah. I am. I am managing <laughs> Judah. Yeah, <laughs> Judah. Judah's a whole new level here, and I'm loving it. I'm here for it. All right, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I, think once, we, I think once we get the pulse of what they got going on, I think we'll do pretty good. But we got to get in the lane of what these cartoons are. Now, I said Gargamel. That was okay. Points. Um, I love Venger from Dungeons and Dragons, and the only other Ooh. absolute bad guy I can think of, is, just off the top of my head, is uh, Claw from, oh, yeah. uh, from Gadget. From Inspector Gadget. So, Inspector Gadget. You, you like that? Is that the word? Yeah. yeah. Let's do Let's it. Let's go with that one. Do it. Okay. Let's All do right. the Claw. Claw or Dr. Claw. Show Dr. me Claw. Dr. Claw. Dr. Claw. Yeah. Number seven. There's the points. Oh, there we go. Now we're tapping in. Now, now we're tapping we're in. Now you're cooking with gas. All right. Very good. Uh, uh, six mm-hmm. answers still on the board. And less than nine minutes to do right. it. Let's go. We got this. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying, Sorry, well, if you hadn't called me so late. Okay, then fine. We'll go to oh. we'll go to our 90s kids. We'll go to our 90s kids. What about everybody's favorite shredder? I don't want to be shredder, though. Well, Does anybody want to be? Shredder? How much did it, it? It seems like to me nobody's actually using the the question the way Brian yeah. pointed it, which is like, yeah, they're they're picking names of things they would never want to be. Now, who wants to be Gargamel? Freaking nobody on this planet. <laughs> these people are these people are voting like people vote when they go to vote for uh, uh, local elections. Yeah, hey, I yeah. know that name. Yeah, hey, I know Gargamel's- that name. Gargamel's whole thing is revenge, too, because as we learned from uh, this week with uh, John Oliver this last weekend, uh, right. Gargamel was he, he was poisoned by the Smurfs in the first episode, so it was all pure revenge. This is true. 
That was a very yeah, good Gargamel, episode. Gargamel was just minding his own business. As a matter of fact, his birthday is on Halloween. Mm. And what does uh, what does uh, it was a smartass Smurf, the, Smurf, the one that blows up the boxes and stuff. He Brady, sends one Brady to Gargamel Smurf? on his birthday. Yeah. Smartass no, no, no. Smurf. Smurf. I'm sorry, jokey Smurf. Jokey Smurf. <laughs> there was yeah. a jokey Smurf. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, he, he had little he had little boxes, and when you open the ribbon, it would go. Did he stand in front of a brick wall and go, what's the deal with airline food? It was that kind of jokey. Or? <laughs> yeah. Well, Asked about airline tickets. and okay. yeah. They're all anyway, like this. You- and dogs are all like this. <laughs> Do you guys ever notice that Lady Smurf over there doesn't wear any pants? We only... Am I right? We only have seven minutes. Except he basically has we to, only, everything has to say smurfing. Um, so, you ever notice uh, that when you're smurfing, you... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes, we do only have seven minutes, Brian. You're right. What, what about? So, so, go ahead. What about Magneto from X Men? Ooh, Ooh that's I love that. That's a little later, but yes, I do like yeah, Magneto in the uh, X Men cartoons. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Yeah, very he was good great stuff. on there. Let's do it. All right, Magneto. Yeah. Show me Magneto. Oh, oh. Uh, number twelve, just outside Ooh, of the top. Nice. Of that. It was, uh, yeah, very. A lot of people do sympathize and say, you know, uh, some of you, uh, some of you humans need to bow down before us superhumans, and uh, I can relate to that. Uh, Scott, back over to you. I'm going to go with uh, a movie choice today. Uh, let's go with Scar from the uh, Lion King. Ooh, sure. that's good. Okay. He's got his own little band of hyenas that follow him. That's good. Yeah. That's right. Yep. All right. Show me Scar. Are you oh, kidding me? Really? Really having a hard time on. tapping into what uh, the the I think Shredder. I I think we're going Shredder. I think once again, I think name recognition is what it's all yeah. about here. Okay. Okay. The I turtles are big again. The turtles you, are as big as ever right now. Do it. Uh-huh. Do Shredder. All right. Yeah. Show me yeah. last last uh, strike. Let's see what you got here. Show me. Oh no. Shredder. Oh, oh, oh come on! I Man. knew I should have went with that. Uh, All right, I won't say it. Uh, uh, 49th, uh, Shredder. <laughs> really, technically tied for 40th place because everybody. Uh, those are all the two answer. Two all right, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that people are thinking a little more modern. Maybe all you so. gotta get is like one of the low lower ones. You. That's Man. true. Well, it needs a couple. It's it's at least yeah. two. All right. So right now, everybody's. I was. I just watched all the fatalities for the Mortal Kombat One DLC, and so I think Ooh, on the mind yeah. is uh, uh, Omni Man. So probably Omni Man's oh, on sure. here. Oh, that's yeah. really good. He's a villain. Yeah, I mean, all I want to do is just uh, wreck your planet and take it over. Yeah. Show me Omni Man. Oh, that's so- All right, let's see what you guys missed. About, I want to start. Some, it's over. Yeah, you got Mumra. No one did Mumra. No Nobody way. Did Mumra. No. Always uh, one of my one, favorites. A lot of folks in the chat room were shouting this one out. Uh, Phineas and Ferb. Oh, I, I never saw it, but Doctor Doofenshmirtz. Yeah, that's a great one. I didn't think about modern stuff. Is that a real name? Doofenshmirtz. What is it? Yeah, Doctor Doctor He's a great. He's a great character. Doofenshmirtz. Oh man! Somebody quickly get on that title. It's Doofenshmirtz. Is what you're looking for. It's amazing. Uh, from the TV show Pinky and the Brain, we have Oh my brain. gosh, Pinky and the Brain! Oh, of course, 90s yep. kids. Gosh dang it! Uh, from the SpongeBob SquarePants, we have Plankton. Mm, he's good. Well, SpongeBob. Oh, he's great. He's a villain for he's, sure. He's totally. Oh, a oh he's yeah. he's great. Name recognition yeah. though. Yeah. Call it. 
Yeah. Sure. Uh, from the uh, specifically, people were referring to the Harley Quinn version of this, but uh, Joker from Harley okay. Quinn. Mm. Um, Bane also didn't didn't make the top ten, but was also in there. And I I put Bane higher than Joker as far as a a villain I I uh, identify with. He's so <laughs> great. Give me back my pasta what, maker. What's going on? You no one wants to come to my parties. Just the funniest <laughs> character. They totally kill is. it with that. I mean, you got we all owe uh, Christopher Nolan a thanks for making that character the way it was, yes. and Tom Hardy for doing it the yeah. way he did. Because yeah. now the cartoon yeah. has this thing that is priceless. It's so totally. good. Yeah, totally. And so that good. is that's Alan Tudyk, right? Doing the voice. No, that's um. Oh, it's not. He's oh. Clay Clayface. Oh, Clayface is who I'm thinking of. Yeah, I don't know right. who does have the Bane. I have to look that up. I'll look it up while you're yeah. giving us the rest. Look it of up while I'm doing this. Uh, number nine. Uh, Dick Dastardly and Muttley from uh, Wacky Races. Wow, boy, we're all over the places now. That's old. I never would have been able to guess any of these. Right, well, and number 10, uh, uh, might have said this, but uh, didn't go with it. Okay. Groove. Oh, good points. That would have been great points. That, that would have been. Didn't matter because you had enough. You had plenty. Uh, you had plenty of points to win. Yeah. And uh, congratulations to Judah. You are going home with these prizes. I'm going to put them in uh, Discord right now. Congratulations. You're a winner. You did it, man. This is where I'm at. Big loss for me. <laughs> But, yeah. uh, I'll zip through a few more of these just to let you know. Yeah. Squidward, Poison Ivy, Elmer Fudd, Maleficent, Harley Quinn, Mojo Jojo, Lex Luthor, oh, Mojo Jojo, uh, yes. Mr. Burns, Mr. Freeze, uh, yeah. Snidely Whiplash or Snidely Whiplash, uh, Bluto no, slash no Brainiac, no, right, no Not Brainiac, yet. no Riddler, Syndrome, Ursula from Little Mermaid, Poor Unfortunate Souls, Doc Ock, Ice King, Jafar, Kronk, Starscream, Thanos. Who doesn't agree with Thanos when you're out driving and it's all traffic? Yeah. Uh, the Grinch, the Monarch from Venture Brothers, and uh, Isma or Isma. I don't know. Oh, Isma oh, yeah. is uh, great. Kit, uh, or, she's, she's um, what's her name? She's uh, she used to be the Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, Emperor, that's she, who I was thinking is Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, yeah but it's played by. Yeah. Uh, she played Bat. No, she played Catwoman in the old series. The old. Um, her name. She was one of the cat Lee, going. Lee Merriweather. No. Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt. That's it. Eartha uh, Kitt. Going. Oh, really? Go. Okay. Yeah, that was one of her bat- best last things she ever did was that he's my character. Oh, She's cool. fantastic. Anyway, well, there you go. Man, big winner this week. Nicely done. Uh, thanks for calling in and also happy 21st. And uh, don't, you know, yes. moderation. Okay. Moderation in all things. Don't drink too much bourbon from where you live. Oh, got it. And uh, got hold it. your hold your local and uh, state <laughs> leaders to account. And uh, we'll see you later. Bye now. All right. He won. <laughs> Brian, you lose uh, just because I'm kicking you out. You lost. What? I mean, you won, but you're leaving. What? Uh, later today, 4.30 uh, today, Mountain Time, we'll be doing uh, Play Retro. And we're not doing it Friday like normal because of all the holiday shenanigans. So if you want to see Play Retro, watch it tonight. I'll be all done and dusted with DTNS. We roll straight into that. And we talk about the South Park N64 game, which is the most Thanksgiving leading us to Christmas video game ever made on the N64, in my opinion. Uh, yes. And thank you, Taz, why. for suggesting that thing, Taz, maybe in the chat room. That's finally figured out who suggested it. There you go. Nice. South Park. Well, I like him. Game. He, 1998? He 90, yeah, seven or eight? Eight, I think. 
98. It was the, it was after the first season. That's yeah. right. It was the first season of South Park. So old. Yeah, very old. Started and you could Marvin. throw you could throw uh, snowballs at each other, kind of shooter style. It was and, kind of amazing. So we're going to talk about uh, what time did you say you're doing uh, play retro? Uh, 4:30 Mountain today. So watch Perfect. for that. What what a great timing! I'll be well done with Coverville. Way oh, before good, then. good. I don't like when we cross over because I'd yeah. like everyone to have their time. Give people plenty of pre-Thanksgiving entertainment, which is uh, oh. the best the best thing. That's right. Dunaway, kiss our butts. And there he goes. Can't even respond. Can't even say anything. We're going to take a break. When we come back from said break, we will spend some time with Tom Merritt for a little bit of tech time um, because it's his day, damn it. And then after that, recommendals. Before that, a song. Brian, you have said song? I have a song, and I'm so excited about this because um, I've talked about how how much I love uh, Power Pop. You know, you look at, at uh, Power Pop as being stuff like Nick Lowe, Dave Edmonds, uh, The Knack, uh, The Kinks, and mm. I'm gonna I'm actually gonna point to The Knack right now because the uh, song I'm gonna be playing feels like it was right up there with My Sharona and Good Girls Don't and. Uh, uh, all those songs that made the uh, the knack think that they were uh, bigger than the Beatles at the time. Mm. <laughs> uh, this is uh, their sophomore studio album. Uh, it's called The Blips Again. Came out uh, last weekend, last Friday, via Cornelius Chapel Records. This is the first single from it. It's called, what is it called? It's called Stay Up from the uh, brand new album from The Blips called The Blips Again. Here is Stay Up.
Dead were returned. Who was that one more time? Sure. Those are The Blips from their brand new album, Again. That's a song called Stay Up. Sounds like, uh, remind me of Again. Oh, nothing up my sleeve. Presto. The yep. whole uh, thing. Exactly. It's supposed to sound like, yeah, I'm supposed to remind you it's of exactly uh, that, Rocky. right? <laughs> Is that the whole thing? Rocky. Again. Uh, I love that. All right. That is it for that. Oh, you know, we could have said, was Boris Badenoff on that list at all? Did you say? No, you no Boris Badenoff. I'm kind of surprised about that. What's uh, wrong with you people? Come on. Yeah. Man. Gargoyles, uh, Gary from Pokemon, uh, Sideshow Bob. Yeah. The best Bob. Uh, Tom from Tom and Jerry. I feel like Tom from Tom and Jerry should have been higher on the list, really. I agree. Or the bull from Tom and Jerry. He was pretty good at Bell. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fer- was that was his name Ferdinand also? Was it Ferdinand? Like, is a play on the whole Ferdinand uh, the bull? Oh, uh, I don't know. Thing. It might have been. Yeah. I love those cartoons, though. I'm going to go find out. Let's do a deep dive later. <laughs> Great idea. Yeah. Excellent idea. In the meantime, we got this. Please, let's be civil. Tom, play us a quick solo to show everyone how hard you've been practicing. You heard the man. Tom Merritt is here to talk about that and other things in the tech world, because that's what we do on Wednesdays. Tom Merritt uh, joining us from Los Angeles, California. Hello, Tom. Well, hello, Brian and Scott. Oh, thanks, man. Hello. Los Angeles, California. That's right. <laughs> Represent. You're the Tinseltown of, of no, you, you're literally in Tinseltown. That's me. Sort of. Tinsel Tom. Yep. Always hobnobbing with the rich and the famous. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, like Squirt <laughs> Dog. And all those right. things. Yeah, yeah, this is all true. Everything we say is true. Uh, here is what's true. Tom. Uh, works on tech news all all week, really. And today, no different. We have to have tech talk today. So let's get a little preview. What's going on out there? Uh, well, uh, the, the upshot of the story that's probably going to lead Daily Tech News Show today is that OpenAI has uh, dismissed three of its board members, five of its board members, five of its board members, and added two new board members. But nothing else has changed. Oh, my. Uh, so wait a minute, Sam. Yeah, did y'all follow this? Did y'all follow yeah. this? Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. so, I thought so five evening. minus two plus yeah. three. <laughs> wait, quick. I, I gave you the end. The end is that uh, one board member sticks around, and there'll be an investigation into what happened this past weekend mm. when OpenAI CEO Sam Altman uh, was fired. Uh, Greg Brockman, the chairman of the board, was dismissed from the board, then quit. Uh, then most of the rest of the company uh, threatened to quit and all go work at Microsoft. Microsoft said, we totally back OpenAI. We also totally will hire Sam Altman and all the OpenAI employees if they want to work here. Uh, and then it was drama, 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 Game of Thrones, uh, succession, et cetera, et cetera. And finally, last night, late last night, uh, they got an agreement. Sam Altman is returning as CEO. Emmett Shear, former Twitch CEO, had been interim CEO. He'll depart. And the only member of the board staying is Adam D'Angelo. He happens to be CEO of Cora, which has their own AI product. Mm. Um, he will stick around for the initial board. The initial board will then add uh, <coughs> will then add former Salesforce CEO um, and uh, former U.S. Secretary of the Treasury Larry Summers. Oh my gosh, that is a. That's a weird one. I didn't see that one coming for some reason. Was he already there? Or that's it's a new appointment. No, him? he's new. Oh, he's new. Okay. <laughs> so when I was hearing about this, I thought it was settled with Sam Altman's going to Microsoft, and I thought, well, that's that's it for that. 
But then that I, was Sunday. That Sunday, was Sunday, Microsoft said, we're welcoming Sam Altman uh, to head up a new division at Microsoft. But, you know, these things are always only as firm as everyone involved uh, wants them to be. And with the employee revolt happening at the same time, uh, the OpenAI board, the remaining OpenAI board felt pressure. So the board used to be the D'Angelo guy who's sticking around, Altman, Brockman, uh, and two other folks. Um, well, I want to get their names right. Uh, uh, Toner and Tasha McCauley. Helen mm. Toner and Tasha McCauley. Mm. Uh, and... OpenAI's chief scientist, Ilya Sutskever. Sutskever seemed to be the swing vote. Everybody was saying, well, Sutskever's much more conservative about the dangers of AI, uh, and so he led the revolt. But then he posted on Sunday, I regret this. Uh, I will leave and go to Microsoft as well, <laughs> which made it look like, okay, so now you've got three board members who didn't leave the revolt. What's going on? Mm. Uh, but it still dragged on from Sunday until Tuesday night before they agreed. And then Toner and Macaulay stepped down, leaving D'Angelo. And again, you get uh, Brett. I keep wanting to say Brett Stewart. Uh, Brett Taylor and uh, uh, a former Salesforce CEO uh, as the board chair. And Larry Summers joining the board, which, yes, is a little surprising, but he does bring a lot of regulatory experience. Uh, so OpenAI is going to need a lot of connections in the government uh, and things like that. So that seems to be why they would bring him on. Okay, that makes sense. I, um, I, I went to chat GPT yesterday and I asked it. Please describe in a couple of paragraphs the current goings on and uh, controversy happening at OpenAI. And its answer was, "I'm sorry, I don't have data past 2022 of April or whatever." Oh, because it was the free oh. yeah. yeah. And I just I thought, asked Bing, yeah, <laughs> but it didn't really. Give it didn't me do. It didn't, didn't help. <laughs> it just uh, it just said like uh, over the weekend, uh, Sam Altman was dismissed, but the negotiations go on. Mm. It, was, it was actually you know decent. Sure, it was a decent factual account, but it didn't give me a special insights. The people, the staff, and the employees and the others there, they really do seem pretty de- dedicated to Sam Altman as as the, he they they liked his leadership and they liked the dude. Um, and, yeah. I, and and you saw a lot of postings from people who just work around or in. We know a few people who work at OpenAI, and they were very complimentary of the man. Um, so I think there was like an initial feeling of like, oh, another greedy CEO doing pulling some kind of weird what And instead, it's a lot of stuff we don't know. And the investigation will be interesting. But Tom, what I'm really waiting for is the 2026 Netflix three-part documentary that'll tell us what happened, <laughs> right? It feels you like that's what coming. always happens. These tech companies yep. do something weird, and there's They're always like, a doc. What are we thinking? Alt-man? Alt-man. Alternative, <laughs> alternative man. Uh, the story of Sam Alt- Altman. Altman intelligence? Oh, oh what? look at that. The smartest computer in the room or something. I don't know. I don't know what they're yeah. going to do. But it's fun. I like, I like corporate intrigue, personally. I'm a fan of it. Even though it affects all this our lives, one, this one was uh, for the ages, right? Like it, it took everyone by surprise. Uh, nobody saw it coming, including Altman, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and then just immediately devolved into you know un- unprecedented stuff. Like m- most ninety five percent of the company signing a letter, including the guy who is credited with leading the revolt against Altman, Sutskever, signing a letter saying you don't you don't bring him back. We are all leaving. Even uh, him. Microsoft said we have jobs, so we're not worried. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Microsoft's like, all right, 
<laughs> and and actually, Satya Nadella played this perfectly, uh, which was, look, we have locked up rights to OpenAI's intellectual property, so whatever happens, we're not losing that. Uh, and we're going to keep working with Sam Altman. If we have to hire him and all his staff to do it, great, we'll do that. Mm. Uh, we'd prefer for it to just continue under a stable uh, regime so we don't have to rebuild everything from scratch. Uh, maybe we could make that happen. And it does look like these three board members are the first three of uh, what will be a nine-person board is what everybody's reporting, mm. and that Microsoft is considering whether they want a seat on that or not. It could provide some regulatory issues if, if they do, you know, conflict of interest and stuff, but then it could help them keep this from happening again. So yeah. I could see why they might want it. Uh, the, other, the other thing to remember is OpenAI has this funky structure. Some of you may have looked into this. Where OpenAI itself is a nonprofit, it's 5013C company with a public benefit uh, mission to develop safe AI. That's at the core of one of the theories about this dispute. And the, the board is not beholden to the shareholders of OpenAI Global. Mm. OpenAI Global is a for-profit company that is owned and governed by OpenAI, uh, but is 49% owned by Microsoft, 49% owned by various investors and employee shares, and then 2% owned by the by the actual OpenAI company itself, mm. but structured in such a way that OpenAI's nonprofit company has full control of that. So the board members unusually are not answerable to the shareholders because they're not the board of the for-profit company. They're the board of the company that governs the for-profit company. Wow. Oh, what a tangled web, man. Yeah, right. Crazy. Well, when something's that big, this is what you get. <laughs> when things take off and go crazy, turns out yeah. it's a little complicated. Side note. Interests get uh, peaked. Yeah. Yeah, people, there you go. Now, I have a little side I note about this. Oh, yeah, it's very interesting that D'Angelo was the only other name bandied around along with Sutskever at first. Uh, and he's the guy staying. And with him staying, some stories were leaked to the New York Times that maybe Toner was one of the problems uh, with, with Altman. Uh, but D'Angelo, the only person on the board with a potential conflict of interest in that Cora has a competing uh, product. Mm, it's yeah, got GPT. That is interesting. So I will say so a couple things. I always think that a guy named Toner arrives in a, like lady, a, like lady a, a 50, maybe a $50 bo uh, car, but the person themselves is very expensive and you have to replace them all the time. You're always having yeah. a new toner in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Secondly, and they, they, uh, they yeah. and and just just like we saw, they run out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They that's run right. out of toner. And the other and thing you I was going to say, them up before you put them in an office. Exactly. <laughs> I so I just randomly saw this yesterday, but there was a video of Sachin Adela 30 years ago or so uh, doing videos on how to use Excel. It's amazing. Oh, really? Yeah, real low-level stuff, and long before he would, uh, you know, arrive where he is today. But if anyone wants to track that down, you can find. Just look for Sachin Nadella, you know, Microsoft Office uh, how-to or something, and there's a whole YouTube video of him showing everybody how Excel works. It's fantastic. Very anyway, cool. we all got to start somewhere. Uh, let's start today a daily tech news show. Uh, uh, that's at two p.m. Sorry, two yeah, two p.m. Mountain Time. That's that's when that thing airs. And uh, Tom, what do we? Uh, anything else you want to say before the Thanksgiving uh, uh, holiday that you're doing over there or with yourself or whatever? What's going on? 
yeah, if anybody hasn't uh, checked it out yet, uh, TechTom, uh, techtom.substack.com is now a daily going concern. Uh, if if you subscribe at the pay level, uh, which is like 70 bucks a year, it's not that much, you get uh, my thoughts directly. Now, you get my thoughts on DTNS, but I'm playing moderator there. So if you want, like, what does Tom actually think about everything? What does he think is important? That's the place to go, techtom.substack.com. Uh, and there's always one free issue. If you're like, I don't know if I want to pay for it yet, you can try out and get one free issue a week as well. So, so go check that out. It's at freetomnewsletter.com even though most of it isn't free anymore. Tom, have a fantastic day. I'll see you soon. Thanks, man. Bye now. <laughs> see you, Tom. Yeah, I'll be on there today. That'll be fun. Get some more Sam Altman talk going on there. Altman. Altman. Yeah. All right. We're going to bring in Randy. He is uh, showing his offline, but I don't believe it. No, don't believe it for a second. Mm-mm. I don't believe it. I just don't. I don't buy it. I don't kin, kin to it. Is that how they say it? I don't kin to it. That's a way of saying it. Uh, at least to it. Yeah, I don't. Maybe. I don't. I don't ken to it or can to it. Whatever it is, maybe they do it in yeah. um, uh, the Dark Tower books. Use it, but I think it's a real okay. saying. I think you can. It's say. an old Western kind of thing. I think so. Like uh, I, it's, it's a way of saying I, I, I'm into it or I, I agree or I'm all there or something like that. Oh, he didn't answer. This is weird. Hold on. Oh now. no, Randy. Randy. What are you doing, man? Uh, how come? Oh, okay. Didn't Discord have a little side tray where I could... Oh, there he is. I think I see him now. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's do this. Well, what do you recommend? Ah, uh, yes, that's right. Let's recommend some streaming content from various streaming services, and let's do it with our pal Randy. Hi, Randy. How are you? Uh, good morning, morning stream. Good I good am morning. doing great. I hope I sound okay. You are getting the power of the AirPods. Yeah, look at you. Oh, yeah, you, sound, you sound fine. Yeah, yeah, you sound good. Great. It's not quite. You know, it wouldn't be. Uh, we wouldn't allow this for film sack. No, we'll it's not this. your warm normalness. You know. Yeah. yeah. But we'll take it. Uh, well, I okay. But we're working a pinch. <laughs> you're out of town, right? You're like on vacation am, with the no, family. No, I am. I am not. I'm just out of the room. Oh, <laughs> all right. So really, you could. Just walk back to the room if you. I could. You could. I could. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm not going to uh-huh. because it's it's just too far. It's too <laughs> right. far. I can't yeah. do this. That's, that's what I figured. Hey, but it's good. It's good to have you here. We're going to talk about stuff we've all seen and recommended or will recommend on streaming services. Hopefully, all of us yes. like something. Uh, Nicole's yeah. out in an appointment today. She'll be back uh, hopefully next week. And uh, let's dive in. Brian, we're going to start with you. Tell us about your clip and what you got here. Absolutely. This is one that I um, was excited to, to see, but I did wait for all eight episodes to uh, to fully arrive before I started watching them uh, because I did want to binge this one. This is one I didn't want to wait. And um, I'm glad I did. I really enjoyed this. Probably get it from this unusual orientation video that you're about to hear. Oh, my. Here we go. I know there must be many thoughts going through your mind right now. Is this the right place for me? Do I belong here? Well, let me assure you that we see something in you, something you may not even see yourself, even if you do have x-ray vision. I'm super focused. I'm super inclusive. I'm super curious. I'm super able. What kind of a super are you? I'm Dean Indira Shetty. Congratulations, and welcome to Godolkin University. We've trained the best and brightest young heroes since 1965. But more than that, we're a family. 
a community of supportive faculty and peers who will accept you as the unique, culturally rich change agent that you are. Perhaps you'll join the Crimson Countess School for the Performing Arts. Alumni include stars from such shows as So You Think You've Got Super Talent. <laughs> or maybe you'll be accepted into the Lamplighter School of Crime Fighting. You can become the best crime fighter you can be with classes like victimology and self-offense. So whether you want to walk the mean streets or the red carpet, Godolkin is a safe space for you to thrive. We're super excited to meet you. Did I hear some uh, Mr. Krabs at the start of that? You did. That is Clancy Brown, the uh, the head of uh, the of one of the uh, schools, the uh, Godolkin schools. There, not the dean. We also heard from Dean Shetty. Got to say that carefully. Uh, that is Gen Five or Gen V. Uh, actually, you said really is Gen V. What am I saying? Which is it? Gen Which is it? it is, I've, heard, Gen I've heard multiple it, ways. It's Gen V. It has to be um, V, okay. right? Because yeah, because this is that V is what the what uh, the goo in you uh, makes the, people super. Yeah, the shots, the uh, injections, and it's, stuff. It's it's yeah. a uh, a spinoff of the boys, um, and it focuses on a college, uh, basically somewhere between Professor Xavier's uh, School for Gifted Mutants um, and uh, Hogwarts. Some somewhere between the two, because you've actually got a sorting hat kind of thing that helps determine which of the schools you'll go to will you go crime fighter or will you go performing arts major um it uh so obviously because it's a spin-off the boys it has that same level of dark dark humor it's also got that same level of nudity which uh, is all male nudity so there you're welcome ladies oh um, yeah what what do you what do you mean ladies oh we can we can <laughs> appreciate true, true. Can yeah, appreciate yeah. the Sure. <laughs> and there are plenty of not ladies in our audience who would appreciate the yeah. nudity as well. Sure. Um, of course. The uh, It's a very interesting uh, um, kind of dark secret that the school holds. Uh, you won't find out about I won't tell you about that. You'll find out about that as the show goes. But it does focus on a, a group of students that uh, – um, that uh, help uncover this dark secret and what they do about it. Yeah. Um, you do get a couple cameos. I won't say who um, who shows up, but you do get some of the seven. And uh, um, and there you go. Is Let's it as is, is it is like uh, what's the word here? Is it as bloody violent? Yeah, um, all those things. It's all it's all in that vein, is. right? It, okay. it 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 does not feel like a kids kids show version of the boys. This is a a spinoff of the boys that feels like the boys that uh, uh, just happens to feature <laughs> kids, yeah, <laughs> or younger, younger students. Still the same, um, some some biting social commentary, all that kind of stuff going on. Uh, you know, some, yeah. I mean, obviously, the um, uh, there is a lot of. Uh, uh, well, there's a lot of transgender stuff, which is very, very interestingly. Um, presented in a in a obviously a way that you don't normally get in a non superhero uh, comedy drama or yeah. dramedy, um, uh, which is really really interesting. I, so would yeah. you would you compare this to when we had a couple of seasons of the rebooted Doctor Who and then we got Torchwood? Is it like that? Oh, oh Torchwood, um, that's an interesting comparison. I mean, not the same yeah, kind of show, is, obviously, right? Um, but. No, but that's a really that's a that's a very good. It's it's far better than um, the uh, X Files spinoff. Uh, <laughs> the yeah, uh, what were those kids? Yeah, Actually, there were a couple. There was the um, 
oh my god the the three the three conspiracy guys the heck were there what the lone that gunman the lone gunman lone gunman thank you but then you also got millennium right was a spinoff yeah, yeah. of uh, uh, the X Files um, far better than those. Um, okay. I never saw Torchwood. I watched all of, I've watched everything, uh, Doctor Who since the reboot. And, um, oh, see, I, I loved, really like Torchwood. Yeah, I love Torchwood um, more than I liked it more than, well, I've only seen very little Doctor Who, so I can't really say that, but I really did like Torchwood and of the, and I really like Millennium, actually. I thought that oh, was did you? Super rad. Lance Not a lot Hendrickson. of people agreed with me, but I thought it was cool. Yeah. I was into yeah. it. Well, yeah. I think you'll like this then. Um, yeah, uh, like like the boys, it's on Amazon Prime. No surprise there. Eight episodes. It's been renewed for a season two. Thank goodness, because boy, is there a nice little cliffhanger at the end of uh, season one. I think it did is, really uh, well for them. I think they got a lot of eyeballs on it. I'm not surprised. Boys, you know, right now the boys are are um, it's it's a popular franchise. So anything people are ready for more yeah. uh, stuff from that universe. And somebody said. It leads this. I don't know who said it in the chat, but that this season of the boy, or sorry, Gen V leads directly into season four of the boys. In a, it, it does, okay. and it makes sense because basically you're trying when you're at this school, you're trying to get, you're trying to graduate and be invited to join the seven. Gotcha. So anything that that uh, uh, you know that you can do to kind of connect to that main. Um, uh, that main team from the boys uh, yeah. kind of gives you that uh, is, that connection. Are there any and, scenes like a tiny, tiny little man inside of someone else's urethra and then having them explode? Is that at all? There is. There here? is stuff like that. Okay, yes. wonderful. One of the um, there's a, a woman on this named uh, Elizabeth Broadway or Lizzie Broadway, and she is fantastic. She plays. Um, the roommate of the main character, her name is Emma, uh, but she also is known as Little Cricket, um, mm. and she can uh, shrink down. And you find out what she has to do to shrink down, and um, okay, and what uh, you're really <laughs> selling this like you're selling it so well. I really have <laughs> tried to. <laughs> like incredible things that we're not going to know unless we watch it. <laughs> I know. I I really don't want to give away because there is so much like. Not really shock value, but like, oh, wow, okay. That's not something I was expecting, but I guess when you think about superheroes and uh, and sex or people with superpowers and sex, yeah, I guess that would be a thing. Mm. That kind of thing yeah, so. and they're not um, afraid to do that on the boys. I don't know why not, they would be afraid not, to do not that Not at here. all. Yeah. yeah, not at all. And then I just looked through the whole long cast list, and yeah. I see uh, appearances uh, by Billy Butcher and The Deep and A-Train uh-huh. and Homelander. Uh-huh. Is that... Is it like on a TV screen or are they actually, do they actually make appearances? Uh, do you want, I'll tell you, they okay. actually do make appearances. Okay, good. Yeah. That's, all right. It's not just, oh, we had this footage from a, a deleted yeah. scene from the boys. Let's use it for this. No, mm. there's, there, uh, there is integration with, um, with the show. All right. Oh, that's good to hear because I'm, I'm in, I, every one of those guys, man, Chance Crawford as the deep and Jesse yeah. Usher as a train. These guys yeah. are like. I want so much more for, of them, you know. Mm. Yeah, you won't yeah. get a lot of them in this, but you'll get it. You'll get a little bit. All right. And, um, nice. Uh, but it does lead right into the next season. Somebody said in the chat room, it, it uh, leads right into the next season of the boys. That guy that Sold. plays A Train was really good in that horror movie I recommended called Smile. Was, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, that guy's real good nice. in it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, there you go. Let's move on down yeah. the road to Randy. And uh, Randy, tell us what you got there. 
Let me let me just tell you a little tiny story. So, uh, as you know, I love stand up comedy, and I like to come in here every few months and and give you a stand up comment, like a a half hour, uh, an hour special that I've vetted and I know is you're really going to enjoy. Cool. And so I'm like doing my usual thing, and Netflix has been uh, advertising Jenny Slate to me a lot lately, and it's like that her special is like four years old now and I didn't remember really liking it. And so I decided I'm going to just watch that Jenny slight special. And I love her. She's, uh, she's one of the greatest little voices, you know, she's on the great North. And so I started watching it and it was terrible. And I'm like, no, this is not good. I don't understand why Netflix is showing me like the best three minutes of the entire special in, in an ad. And so I just like started digging around and I just came, I came across one of the best hours I've seen in a long time, and it's a brand new uh, stand uh, stand up. It's a new special from uh, a stand up who's been writing comedy for a long time, and I think you're going to recognize her work if you don't recognize her voice. Sure. Well, let's play it and find out. And now is also the perfect time to announce: I plan to age. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Naturally, ideally from the comfort of my own home. Somebody's got to do it. We need a control group in Los Angeles. (laughs) Otherwise, we won't know what old ladies look like. (laughs) So I volunteer. (laughs) If I do get surgery, it's going to be a lobotomy. (laughs) I like her a lot. Yeah, this is Beth Stelling. And... She is a she's a writer, a comic writer from uh, originally from the Upright Citizens Brigade. That's where she came up, mm, and cool. she has done so much in so uh, like in the last five years. Like she um, she wrote uh, for uh, the TV show Crashing, which I recommended mm. at some point. Um, she she wrote uh, Strange Planet. She wrote um, she wrote a a, a movie uh, Good Boys. Um, she, oh, she was love that. She was part of the team that made the movie good boys, which is like super bad, only I, uh, newer. I enjoyed that way more than super bad. Honestly, I thought that, that, uh, good boys was hilarious. Mm. Yeah. And, and Beth Stelling is uh, like many, uh, you know, standups, like she's a great writer, but she's also just got a voice that she's found. And uh, this this half hour hour I keep saying half hour because so many so many comic specials are you know only thirty minutes long. This is over an hour long. Uh, it's called "If You Didn't Want Me Then," and uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's just it's just awesome. It's uh, from beginning to end, um, great ideas, great jokes. Um, she's just really good at this. All right. I'm in. Where's the show? I'm sorry. Where's the streaming service? It's on Netflix, Netflix. And that's the thing. Like, I I feel like there's uh, an abundance of good stuff on Netflix, and it's all scattered. It's really hard to find the greatest of the Netflix offerings because Netflix um, pumps these out. Like, apparently, stand-up comics will work for beans. And yeah. you can, <laughs> you know. I think they make pretty good money over there. I, my understanding is they do yeah. really well with their specials. Prime also pays really well. But the the thing that Netflix needs to do, they have they have a, they once in a while will, like, showcase some stand-up comedy. But they don't have a category that's easy to find. And they have so much of it, I think it justifies one. Have a damn category, uh-huh. a big uh-huh. upfront one that says stand-up comedy specials. Because you've got you you currently control the market on those uh-huh. in terms of volume. Well, and, so yeah. 
And I, there is a category number. If you browse them on your computer, there's a category right. number that's like new stand-up comedy, and it only shows you stuff that's hit Netflix in like the last two months. Yeah, and that's pretty helpful, like to me, because I want to see everything. But sure. uh, I, I, like I say, it's just there's so much hit and miss, and it's also really it's really hard to recommend stand-up comedy to like general audiences. Mm. Like there's an an older yeah. uh, there's an older comic right now that they finally discovered named Lunell. And Lunell is a real acquired taste. She is really funny. She is really vulgar. She is older. And it is just not like, I, I'm not going to make people watch Lunell. Like you can, <laughs> right. you know, maybe if you, if you stumble upon Lunell on your own and you have a few minutes, like maybe you'll like it. Yeah. You but, can, uh, you can, you can always be pretty safe with like Gaffigan specials. And I would really recommend that Nick Bargatze one on prime. It is some of the best stand up in a long time. And it is a hundred percent cool for everybody in the family to watch all at once. Mm-hmm. Like there's mm-hmm. still that kind of thing, but you're right. These are hard. Like I, there's some Bill Burr stuff I really enjoy on Netflix, but I, I can't, say to my mom oh hey mom this bill burr guy you'd love him and she would hear the the level of swears he drops on a single you know in 10 minutes of comedy will be too much for her so uh yeah i get that i've never heard of this lunel before i check oh really (laughs) she's like a uh older gen x um you know like uh sort of um like I said, just very vulgar, but, um, Beth Stelling is right in the middle of the millennial generation. And like, uh, one of those millennial voices, oh, you're putting up a picture of Lunel. Yeah, that's Lunel. Yeah. <laughs> she is, she is really funny. She's just, uh, ex- incredibly crass. Like, yeah. um, like I say, I'd acquire taste. Okay. And like you, when you look at the Netflix offerings, there's all kinds of things like that. And I'm, I'm glad they're doing it. I really, really am because um, sometimes you're like, wow, they found something here. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, with, with Beth selling, she has worked her way up to this level. She has, she has done the time writing and doing a great job of it. And her hour on, uh, Netflix, this one, um, if you didn't like me then, um, just, uh, like perfectly well-written. She, I, I, I don't want to oversell her, but the, the quality of her writing reminds me of George Carlin. Oh, wow. Uh, again, please don't, don't, take that as <laughs> a direct right. comparison but like sure. it's just uh it's really really incredible when uh, a comic gets to this level and you see them and there it's like her first big special and it's just good it's really good all right well there you have it go check that out on let let letflix that's right yeah letflix letflix let your flix fly uh all right i'm talking oh man we we went heavy netflix this week it turns out two of us anyway um, I also watched something on Netflix and Rainbow Bright uh, in the chat will like that I'm bringing this up because they recommended it earlier as something I would like. And guess what? It's today's recommendal. So I'll say that. I'll say it's animated. And here's the clip. Mm, impressive. I've never seen a gun like it. Front loading. Not a Japanese pistol. A European design, isn't it? That would make it illegal. Hachimon the Flesh Trader. Of course. I heard of you. Never leaves a village without buying one of its daughters. All right. That is audio from an animated short series, a limited series on Netflix called Blue Eye Samurai, which is this beautifully animated tale uh, of a girl, a young war. Uh, you know what? I don't think it's it is obvious in the first episode. It's a it's kind of a Mulan piece of business where okay. she's masquerading as a man samurai. 
mm-hmm. but there's a girl under there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's got uh, what do you she, know? She got revenge on the mind, and she needs to break into the all boys network that is feudal Japan. And through a series of very bloody <laughs> encounters and some really, really great characterization and story, the character Mizu uh, tells the tale. I don't want to get too deep on the story because I think it's worth experiencing for yourselves. Okay. But this features people like George Takei in a, in a role, Masioka from uh, Heroes. He's in this. Hero from Heroes. Hero from Heroes. Oh, cool. Kenneth, see Stephanie Sue is in here as well. Yep. Love her. Kenneth Branagh's in this. Uh, Carrie oh, cool. Hiroyuki Togawa, who I love, is in this. Randall uh, Park. Like all the people you think right. are cool that work in like Asian project projects uh, are all, I feel like they're all and, in this. And Long Duck Dong. I see Long Duck Dong. He's in here. Uh, Getty Wontanabe is in it. That's him, right? Uh-huh. Um, yep. Who else? Let's see. Clyde Kanutsua is also really great. I like Patrick Gallagher. Anyway, great cast. Uh, really great style. The animation here is really something else. And it's um, co-created by a producer and writer who's known for his writing of Logan. He wrote oh. Green Lantern, which is an unfortunate little smear on his record. That's the poopy <laughs> movie. But he also we can't hold it. can't hold that against him. After the the greatness of Logan, let's not hold that other thing against him. He was also a producer and writer on Heroes, and then Blade Runner twenty forty nine. He is the chief writer, and I love that movie. So oh, cool. that's that's a really awesome little credit. Yep. Yeah, All kinds of sure. other stuff too. Had time on American Gods. He was producer on what was it called Kings? Do you remember Kings? That weird. Yeah, it was an NBC show, which is the worst part because it got canceled too early. But it was uh, basically that that kings, well, Britain wins, and there's a king in America, yeah. and he was played by um, uh, Swedgen, um Ian McShane. <laughs> yep. Okay. It's it was so cool. Nobody saw this thing except apparently Randy oh. and I saw it. Kings was badass. It was such an amazing concept. And they freaking canceled it after a season. Mid mid season canceled. Yeah, it wasn't even a full off. season. Pissed me off so much. I loved that. The whole concept. It was like Game of Thrones, but like not fantasy. It was alternate history. And it was really, really cool. The um, important yeah. thing about that is as far as I'm concerned, that's the show that makes Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan mm. comes out of nowhere and he is such a star in that show. Yeah, he's really, really good. Well, the good news is all that talent, uh, as well as Amber Nozumi, I think is how you say her name. She also has done some pretty cool stuff, but mostly this is her first gig. She's co-producer and writer. Um, they have made a really, really cool thing that I don't hear my Netflix promoting at all. I don't understand why. Yeah, um, this is the first I'd heard of it, actually. It is It yeah. is not straight... An- like, this isn't some Japanese anime that then came over here and now we're getting a rough translation in the dubs or anything. That's not that at all. This is like a an original with an original English cast. I'm sure you can get it in other languages, but it's not... It's a little more my framing of, like, Western storytelling, but in a motif that has is obviously uh, influenced by anime. Um it's a great combo, and I love it. So uh, I don't want to say any more than that because I think it's worth watching. Do, uh, everybody out say, there, uh, do you say what the like tone and rating and uh, mm. you know, um, appropriate I think nature of it? Teenage yeah. kids are going to be fine. Um, I there are some well, there's cart there's some cartoon nudity and some implications there. If that's a, if that's your thing to be bothered is it, by, is it weird that we just don't care? 
Like if, if you, yeah. when you put the word cartoon in front of it, like I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, I don't care. You say cartoon violence, cartoon nudity. I don't care. Right. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. I mean, obviously I'm cartoon, in a cartoon gore. Well, I guess really if you're okay. just trying to figure out which kids are appropriate, I would say, you know, 16 and up is fine. Uh, if your okay. if parents okay. are wondering, yeah. but it's in a very, it's a, it's an adult story with adult themes and the, the fighting while amazing and beautifully rendered is pretty bloody. You know, they don't hold back. Think like Elder Scrolls or, or not Elder Scrolls, um, Ninja Scrolls or something like that. Uh, it's very cool, though. And it's it, it getting extremely good reviews everywhere, including audience reviews. And I think it's worth your time. So check it out. Eight episodes, I think. Uh, is that eight total, I believe? Yeah. Blue Eye Samurai. Blue Eye Samurai. Very, very cool uh, stuff. With lots and you've got, you got a Utah connection and get a Watanabe. Yeah, I love him. He's cool. <laughs> anyway, cool. Uh, there's that. Go see all three of these things. They're all up on quicktms.li. And uh, thanks to Brian for keeping that up because if he didn't, who would? And if not, now when? And if not, us. <laughs> uh, yep, they're all there. And then this weekend, we got a film sack coming up. We're returning to our Bond uh, watches. That's right. And we're going to watch, speaking of Japanese you stuff, that's very uncomfortable. Live twice. <laughs> laughing because over in our Discord, there were like consecutive messages from people, like different people saying, oh, this is my favorite Bond movie. And then someone saying, I just watched it. It was crap. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, goody. Yeah. Mm. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, but anyway, that, yeah, it'll be fun, though, because we get to see Sean Connery pretend to be Japanese. And uh, who doesn't want to see yep. some, some latent 60s racism? Let's do it. Who doesn't? Yeah. Yeah, let's get in sure, there. I'm sure Sean Connery doesn't want to see that. I, well, didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely haven't seen uh, like as we're rewatching these and we're rewatching them in order yeah. or taking yeah. years and years to do it. I am I'm realizing like oh, I haven't seen this in like 30 years. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I'm going to you know like it's going to be all fresh and new to me. Yeah. Yep. If I've seen it, I don't remember. So, this might be new for me. I never saw much of the Connery stuff to be honest back oh. in the day. It all seemed like my dad's stuff, you know. Yeah. But I don't know. As a, being around you guys, especially Brian, who's a you know diehard Bond fan, big big Bond fan. Yeah, this has been a fun go through so far. So I I suspect we'll enjoy this one as well. Well, I uh, had I had read the books a couple times, and so like I'm all messed up there, and I've decided I'm not going to do that anymore. Mm. <laughs> I'm not even going to look at the book. Yeah, it's become <laughs> like such an icon, like a cultural icon, that it seems crazy to read that book now. For me, not every. I mean, I'm sure yeah. that Ian Fleming books are worth reading. Not saying sure. they aren't. Obviously, it's you know they're big for a reason. But I sometimes I do that. It's like, can I even read a, the like? It feels it's, that would be like reading Harry Potter now to me. Like I read oh. those as they came out. But if I was going to go look at them now, I think I would be less inclined to just because I'm so familiar with the movie universe that it just feels. Yeah, but they're man. Do they veer off? The movies veer off from the books. Um, oh, big time. Almost all of them. Like The Spy Who Loved Me is a completely different story, the yeah. movie to the book, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's the other reason. Like, should I, yeah. do I want two versions? I don't know. I probably do. Yeah. I mean, it's like basically getting an additional, additional Bond uh, story that you didn't, uh, uh, that you didn't get from the movie or from the book. You know, I'll like read, you, you know what? I'll find out what Ian Fleming's best. Best Bond movie, like what the consensus is on the best Bond book to read, and I'll read that. 
Yeah, there's one that's um, the one I recommend, uh, which is a really good one if you just want to dip your toe. And I'm trying to remember what the name of it is, but it's four short stories. It's it's a, a Bond novel that's got four short stories, three of which I think have been turned into. Um, they all feature. Uh, they all feature. Um, sorry, they're all Bond stories, though, right? Like they're all. They all feature James Bond. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm trying to see here the. Uh... I, I should know this. Uh, yeah, it, I had to. I'm having to look it up because I don't remember. Um, there we go. Uh, maybe the broccolis have it. Maybe they got it. Now. <laughs> maybe the broccolis have it. Yeah. Like Quantum of Solace, View to a Kill, For Your Eyes Only, Living Daylights, and Octopussy were all short stories that got adapted into movies. And there's, oh. one, there's one book that's got, oh, here we go, After Fleming's Death. No, that's a different one. Um, this is what I would ask. I guess it's called For Your Eyes Only. Yeah, and, yeah it is. And For Your it Eyes is. Only, that's, the book has the... That's, has why we're, that's why we're having a hard time remembering it, because it's called the same, it's the same name as the, as the yeah. movie. I, I would read, I'd read that. That, that sounds great. If they made movie, four movies out of short stories on a, in a single mm-hmm. tome, that's amazing. I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I'm in. I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm going to report back on that right before, uh, right, right after Parasite or right before, I don't know. But <laughs> Great, excellent. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Randy, I'll see you then. Have a fantastic week. And uh, oh, happy Thanksgiving, friends! Yeah, yeah bye. Give me do eat lots. Yeah, eat a lot of food. And uh, you see how he stealthily switched uh, switched switched his headphones out for this regular mic during that. Oh, I didn't even notice it until you said that. I was like, oh yeah, he did start sounding better. Very yeah, very the stealthy. the Fear Eyes Only short story collection has from a view to a kill. Very different. No, no Grace Jones. No Christopher Walken. Uh, no Aha. Mm-hmm. Fear Eyes Only. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quantum of Solace. And then two that haven't been turned into movies: Risico and the Hildebrand Rarity. And the Hildebrand Rarity is, if I remember correctly, the first short story that was ever released, and it was put into the first Bond short story that was ever released, and it was it made its first appearance in uh, Playboy magazine. Oh my! Okay. Yeah. I Look at think. that. That's when I went. Ba- I went there for the articles. You know. Yes, I went there for the Bond. Uh, the the Bond uh, uh, short stories. <laughs> yeah, all that's the James why. Bond short yeah. stories. That's why. I, that's why I get Playboy still. Yes, that's my whole reason. <laughs> uh, I don't get it. Um, all right. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get out of here now. Here's the deal. It's uh, it's Wednesday. We didn't have a chance to mention this earlier, but uh, Brian's doing Coverville today. Brian, tell him what you're doing. That's right. Uh, it's my annual Beatles Thanksgiving big super duper huge episode that's now about the same size as the other super duper huge episodes that I do every week. Um, but that means fewer interruptions. It's still going to be three sets of music, very short sets, uh, very short uh, talking bits in between them just to announce the songs and um, and a lot of great, great Beatles music. Going to do that at noon today. Um, yeah, uh, looks like 18... Did I get 18, 19 Beatles songs? I usually do 15 song episodes. This one's still a little bit larger uh, larger than the typical Coverville episode. Nice. And of course, going to be playing some Marvel Snap during the whole thing, uh, working on my uh, Werewolf by Night uh, mm. deck, which I really like. That's cool. Bounce him around. Make him bigger as he, as he bounces around from lane to lane. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Noon, twitch.tv slash Coverville. And uh, today, play retro 4.30 p.m. Uh, so stick around for that and then also uh, Friday so no show Thursday it's Thanksgiving here in America we take that day off Friday 10am uh, play date 
That means everyone's invited. Patrons will get first shot at being in the game, but everybody else can come watch. We're going to do a combination of some of our favorite Jackbox and finish things out with some Among Us. Uh, so that'll be this Friday. And then at um, or something else Friday. Shit. Something else is going on. What was it? Um, oh, Core that night because I had to move Core. So Core's not on Thursday this week. It's on Friday. And uh, Film Sack this weekend. That'll be on Sunday this weekend. I think that's everything. So I hope you wrote it all down because I ain't saying shit again. Okay? Yeah, all right. That's going to do it for today's show. Patreon.com slash TMS is the place to get in under the wire before this month ends and uh, support your favorite podcast. Do it today and find out all the reasons why just by heading over there now at Patreon.com slash TMS. Brian brought a song. He'll play it now, and then we'll all be glad we heard it. What is it? You sure will. Uh, Talia writes in. She says, hey, Sussy and Baka. My birthday is on the 23rd this month of November. I'm not thrilled about it. Can you make me slightly thrilled by playing a cover of a Ninja Sex Party song sometime soon? They do good covers themselves, but even I agree, they sometimes sound very much like the original. So Mm. how about one from a tribute album to them? I gave you two options of ones I think are better covers and own the album if you need it, but I wonder if the big scary F word in one of the songs would make Cowardville say no. (laughs) If you deem this unacceptable, I don't know, maybe something's Baldur's Gate 3 related the show's okay i guess i can definitely see why you like it wow really going down with the flag there first of all brian's not afraid of an f-bomb not at all never 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 afraid second of all you get this version for this new birthday happy birthday that's where you transitioned into yeah that's not an inside joke about transition i promise (laughs) that's a very interesting yeah yeah not what Um, i meant but you know what i'm saying you're getting older you can't be let's part you can't be doing that right yeah you can't keep up with the uh the Mm -hmm. the young uh, hipsters anymore it's gonna move on to the uh the old lady that's right be playing uh, i don't know uh, bingo with your friends on the weekends or whatever so by the way two octaves lower and that's elvis costello happy birthday (laughs) hold on i gotta hear it now happy birthday (laughs) you're right dude (laughs) he does that thing with his throat anyway uh, <laughs> all right um this is from the uh the tribute to uh ninja sex party called above the covers a 10-year i'm sorry ninja sex party 10-year anniversary tribute album this is good because it's got like that danny don't you know song which i really love uh a lot their originals are great and so it's about time that that people pay attention to those great originals that uh, come from um, Ninja Sex Party. Here is so the one that will probably surprise Talia that I picked for you. Happy birthday, Talia. Mm. This is called Orgy for One. You know what that means. Mm. It's by uh, Ross Childs. Oh, very nice. Let's play it now, and then uh, we'll see you all soon for all that other crap. <laughs> not safe for work. Not safe for kids. I'll just oh, yeah. get that out right now. Yeah, there just you so go. you guys know, this song, just you know, watch yourselves. Yeah. We don't mind playing it. We're just, we're, giving, we're just warning it. That's all. That's right. All right, here it is. We'll see you guys soon. Tonight's the night for the big orgy. I'm going to have sexual relations with multiple partners and enjoy every second of it. What's that? Nobody is coming. Well, that is disappointing. I wonder why. Hmm. Stacy had a headache and he was in jail. Had to work late, Kate was getting Jenny's bail. Angela got scurvy, Ashley caught a cold. Sally's dad exploded, that's what I was told. Michelle had to play checkers and was baking pies. Wendy 
Daddy's dad exploded too That might have been a lie Pam had frisbee lessons Stella had ballet Now I'm by myself But I can have fun anyway So dim The lights Remove My ties Nobody's sure But I'm gonna have some fun Let's get this party started It's an orgy for one It's me in my hand And it's hotter than the sun So break out the tissues It's an orgy for one I'm working out my issues In an orgy for one Margaret's cat got nauseous Jane was way too shy Steve, he was invited I'm told that he declined there was parasailing, Brooke said she was in space But it doesn't matter cause I'm rounding second base all through the night My grasp is tight Beating so hard you'd think I was a drum And I don't even care, it's an for one Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.